0: Hello, I'm Lubna.
1: And I'm John.
0: And this is An Orbit. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're glad you're with us.
0: This is a podcast for everyone inside and outside our business.
1: It talks about what's happening around the world and in our various industries, and it keeps us all connected and in each other's orbit.
0: And if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're tuning in again, thank you and welcome back.
1: Lubna, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. How have you been, John?
1: I've been doing much better. I was sick for a little while, but I'm feeling much better now. It's it's the end of another exciting week, and I'm happy to be with you today on the podcast.
0: Likewise, likewise, John. And and have you been doing some reading on the topic of this podcast?
1: I I have, I've done a little bit of preparation going into your interview, just because I'm so interested on the topic. Um, Someone asked me yesterday, what is the issue of our time and it's hard to like when you sit and think about it when the world is dealing with so many things like the ongoing covid19 pandemic and large-scale cyber attacks and hacks like the one that was just discovered on apple devices and the things that are happening on the korean peninsula it's hard to pick just one but i would say that behind everything else that's going on the, the thing that probably is the central issue of our time is climate change, right?
0: Right. And what is it that connects climate change to plastics recycling?
1: Lubna, I'm glad you've asked. So we see the evidence of climate change all around us, right? We see ex- extreme drought, rising and warming seas, wildfires, things that they call 100-year weather events that are now happening every year, it seems like. And finally, it does seem like on the surface that around the world, by and large, we're starting to see more and more companies and governments, companies like KBR, you know, taking it very seriously and trying to do something about it. And of course, with climate change, we know that emissions reduction is like, that's the, that's at the center of all of the international climate initiatives. We got to get emissions levels down, right? But it's not just emissions that we have to worry about. There's deforestation. That's another big issue. And so is waste. And that really is what ties it into the interview that you've done this week. I'll hit you with some statistics that I found on the United Nations Environment Program's website. If you want to check that out yourself, it's www.unep.org. So you can go and find these. But per year... Human beings produce about 300 million tons of plastic waste.
0: Wow.
1: We use, I know, we use 5 trillion single-use plastic bags and half of the 300 million tons that we produce is designed to only be used the one time. like So that's straws, plastic cups, lids, things like that. Um, and I, I, you know, I. When I was reading this, I was like, Gosh, I feel sort of, I feel very guilty, mm-hmm. <laughs> very guilty about it, because you know I recycle, but you know the plastic bags. Sometimes I've, I try to be better about using um, cotton bags, mm-hmm. you know, reusable bags. Um, right. So it, right. So it's estimated that more than 8.3 billion tons of plastic has been produced since the early 50s, the early 1950s. And 60% of that has ended up either in a landfill or in our oceans, out in the environment. But after, Lubna, after all of that, after listening to your interview for this episode of In Orbit and learning more about KBR solutions, I feel like that there's reason to be hopeful about the plastic waste thing.
0: For sure, John, absolutely. And um, for those of the listeners who are not aware, KBR's commitment to sustainability is, in fact, you know, powered by this initiative. And we have been furthering um, this pledge with the innovative plastics recycling technology that KBR is offering in alliance with Mira Technology. Um, In fact, the agreement happened early this year, uh, in January, and uh, you would be surprised to know that, you know, all the end of life, you know, thin plastic packaging. Um, that you see on food wraps and cling films, those kind of plastics are actually being recycled and reused through this technology, which is what also made me feel very proud of us as a company um, that we are contributing in such a big way. And KBR is doing a lot of, um, you know, uh, is entering into a lot of new initiatives and projects and doing a lot of studies. So, but I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag already.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's let everyone else listen to this excellent interview that you've done about what KBR is doing to close the plastics loop.
0: So um, today we have with us Francis Young, and he is a senior director of plastics recycling at KBR. Uh, Francis is responsible for managing the activities related to process licensing, basic engineering, proprietary equipment, and technical services as related to Hydro PRT and Mura Technology Alliance at KBR. Prior to this role in plastics recycling, Francis held senior leadership roles within chemical technology licensing, technical services, and mergers and acquisitions. He studied chemical engineering from University of Missouri, Columbia. A very warm welcome to you, Francis.
2: Thank you for having me today. It's uh, it's my pleasure to be here.
0: And uh, Francis, my first question I'll dive right in is that uh, KBR's alliance with Mura Technology has resulted in KBR becoming the exclusive licensor of the breakthrough plastics recycling technology, which is going to play a a lead role in KBR sustainability story now. So, could you give us an overview, uh, you know, of this technology, what it's all about, and walk us through the series of events that led to this technology alliance?
2: Sure, absolutely, Lubnas. Let me let me start with a little history. So, so as as you correctly mentioned, um, the the technology here that we're we're talking about promoting and and developing hydro PRT. Is a, a critical um, I would call it a cornerstone of, of KBR's KBR sustainability strategy, and and when you know Mr. Brady and and the rest of the executive management um, developed our sustainability strategy, one of one of the pillars of that is is the reduce, reuse, and and recycle of plastics. That's one of the ten pillars uh, of our sustainability strategy and and as a technology licensing company uh, one one key aspect of our business it, it it's almost logical to put those two together right so we we would like our employees as corporate citizens of the world to reduce reuse reduce reuse and recycle but at the same time as a licensing company we can also make this technology available or allow this technology to be made available to the market so that companies um, like the brand names and, and other uh, petrochemical producers, can utilize this technology in, in furthering the recycling of plastic. So it was, it was almost, uh, I think, a, a, a match made in heaven, so to speak, in regards to um, filling a need um, of the market, um, driving our own sustainability goals, and at the same time, helping us as a technology licensor, adding a new technology to our portfolio to promote and, and, and sell to, to our customers. And so that, that's kind of the, the basis of why we went out searching for um, uh, the, the right partner for us. And so we, we spent a year or so evaluating different technologies. Um, there are many different types of technologies to recycle plastic. Um, the, the most well-known or the most common at the moment is mechanical recycling, where you physically keep the molecule intact, but you break the plastic down into smaller pieces and then you reuse it in, in new products. This is generally known as downcycling because the subsequent products produced from this mechanically recycled plastic is is generally uh, of lower quality. So every time you do do a mechanical recycle or a downcycle, the the overall quality of the plastic in general is reduced. So there are limitations in in mechanical recycling. Mechanical recycling is absolutely a necessary part of the overall recycling environment, but Um, it it has its limitations. And that's why we went looking for uh, some sort of chemical or advanced recycling technology, which is where we landed with Mira. We spent some time evaluating the technology, realized it was a good fit for our business, and we entered into an alliance with them, um, I think it was the day before Christmas 2020. So at at the moment, we have an exclusive alliance with Mira Technology to license hydro PRT on a near global basis um, for the recycling of post-consumer waste plastic.
0: Right, right. Thank you, Francis, for walking us through the process. And uh, which brings me to my next question. Uh, The hydro PRT technology is already making waves in the industry and it's helping organizations achieve their ESG goals too. So could you shed some light on the importance of this technology in today's day and age and how uh, KBR is creating its niche in the plastics uh, recycling industry at large?
2: Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, I, I think that everybody that that lives in this world today um, can't deny or, or realizes that we have a plastic problem, right? We, you, know, you, me, my my family, everybody's family, we use a tremendous amount of plastic on a daily basis, right. and and a lot of that plastic is single use plastic. So, containers for food, wrappings, etc., um, are 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 used only once. Um, and and so there there's a definite need I think to um, address this ever growing production of plastic, use of plastic, and then the disposal of plastic. And and it's great that that there are more recycling programs getting implemented around the world, and and people are taking a more active role in in recycling plastics by putting them in in the proper bins and and the like. But but. Actually, what happens once it enters the bin is a question that still needs to be answered. Uh, a very small amount of actually plastic that are, that are placed in bins are actually recycled. And so a lot of it is incinerated, which generates, generates a large amount of greenhouse gases. And a lot of it is, is, is just disposed of. So despite the fact that they are trying to recycle it a very little of it actually does get recycled and there are many limitations and and reasons why this happens and and so what we're trying to do is we're trying to make it easier for for companies in the world to to take this Sorted plastic, this disposed of plastic and, and turn it into something else that can be used. And, and it really, we're, we're really trying to close the circularity loop. So we'd like to take post consumer waste plastic and turn it into plastic, um, new plastic that, that can be used in, in brand new products
0: right and and now when it comes to plastic recycling what kind of industry related challenges must one foresee before and during the deployment of uh, this technology at a particular facility
2: there there are a lot of challenges i think in in recycling in in general um i i think you know if if we were if we were to to talk about a few of them I think one, one important uh, barrier to entry is is the collection and the supply of, of actual uh, plastic waste feedstock to these units or to a recycling unit. Um, being able to aggregate it, uh, sort it, clean it, and and transport it, effectively and efficiently to these to these units or to these processing facilities is a challenge. And and it's and it's very bespoke at the moment. Everybody does it a little bit differently, even from county to county in the same state can can manage plastic waste differently. So we right. we as a as a I think a plastics recycling community need to come together and identify um, you know what what are the the most efficient and best practices to aggregating and, and providing this feedstock. To these units, and and that's a that's a challenge that any project that that wants to recycle plastic will face. So the the supply of plastics to these units to recycle is is a is a major barrier. I think the the other the other barrier is regulatory requirement, right? The the support of governments, both at a at a federal level and maybe more at a local level, will have a tremendous impact in terms of of what uh, companies will do to recycle plastics. If there are incentives. Um, if there are mandates that require a certain amount of recycled content in new plastics, this will all drive, I think, the direction of, of how serious and how quickly companies move into plastics recycling projects. Right. And finally, I think, and this is where KBR plays a major role, is technology. Technology is, is, a, is a major barrier um, at, at the moment. And, and I think, you know, we are right on the cusp or we're really just getting into this new technology arena of plastics recycling. Mechanical recycling has been around for a very long time but but really, when I'm talking about technology, I'm talking about advanced technology to recycle plastic chemical recycling and and chemical recycling and mechanical recycling they can coexist and they should coexist. but from a chemical recycling perspective, I think there are still many challenges in regards to um, you know proven commercially demonstrated. Um, efficient technologies to recycle plastic and that's and that's what we're doing with hydro PRT right we we believe that we have landed or we have we're, we're working on a technology that that will address many of the cha- previous challenges associated with plastics recycling technology, like the generation of a lot of solids um, low yields um, high electricity or high energy costs high capital costs. We're, we're trying to address all of those needs with with the hydro PRT solution that, that we're promoting these days.
0: And um, so I'm also curious to know that our plastics recycling technology is proven at a commercial scale. And given that, in terms of size, how big the plants would you expect might come up in the next few years?
2: Yeah, so... I think that's a great question. So, so Mura, our our technology partner, is is currently implementing a twenty thousand ton per year plastics recycling project, project in in Wilton, United Kingdom. Um, this twenty thousand ton project will produce approximately twenty thousand tons of of liquid hydrocarbon synthetic crude uh, from from the unit, and and we believe that this is going to be. Um, a good kind of standard size and, and almost maybe minimum size for plastics recycling projects associated with hydro PRT. Um, again, this is this this unit requires a, a tremendous amount of feed. Probably nearly twenty five thousand tons of plastic waste um, need to enter into the unit to produce twenty thousand tons of liquid product. So the challenges are are going to be you know with again sourcing feedstock to to keep the unit fed. Um, but also there are uh, engineering design considerations that, that also have to be considered. And so in, in the future, I expect to see these capacities grow you know, from 20,000 up to 50,000 tons and and really you know we we've even had some discussions around projects that want to implement 100,000 ton per year capacity projects so right. you know even even in 2021 we're seeing you know 100,000 ton uh, per year projects i i would expect in the future we we see these these numbers grow as as again those barriers to entry that i mentioned before um start to be overcome and 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 companies and governments realize um, that they need to get behind this uh, recycling of, of plastic. And, and we will definitely see, I think, larger projects and, and more capacity going up around the world.
0: Right. And um, I believe we received a huge interest from the industry, from all regions of the world. So I'm also curious to know from where the most interest is coming so far.
2: Yeah, there's there's been a, a tremendous amount of interest once we made that ally- uh, the alliance announcement in, in January 2021 um i i really couldn't i couldn't talk fast enough about the technology i i had maybe 5 or 6 calls per day for the first 3 months trying to you know just trying to answer questions and inquiries for for people about the technology right. and as things started to settle down and and the word got out about the technology we really started to see a lot of interest in northeast asia mm-hmm. um america and and in europe and and i think that reflects and and if you think about it that reflects um a lot about, again, these barriers to entry, right? So the European market, they do a very good job, I think, in in regards to sorting and aggregating plastics. So the feedstock is there, right? Very similar in Northeast Asia, they they have a, a decent system of collecting waste plastic, and there's also um, a very high level drive from from the government or local governments to implement plastics recycling projects. So th- that's why we are seeing interest in these regions is that the, the these barriers to entry I mentioned before, again, which are so important to these projects getting, getting greenlit and, and moving forward um, are being addressed. And that's you know, feedstock, regulatory compliance, um, incentives and other things that, that will drive, uh, drive these projects to completion.
0: Okay. And my final question to you is, could you share your experience of being you know, the torchbearer of such a crucial technology initiative at kbr and your learnings from the same
2: yeah no i i was i was very proud when i was selected to re to to lead this this business on behalf of, of kbr um i think even prior prior to um my role here as as the leader of the hydro prt business i i was very um environmentally conscious you know me and my my, my family and myself we we believed in in recycling we believe in in reducing our our greenhouse gas emissions so we we do what we can as as a family to to do that and 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 then being appointed as as the leader of the the PRT business really kind of drove it home and let me believe that I can have a, a true impact on this world by by you know spreading this technology so to speak as far and as wide as I can so it's been a it's been a very challenging experience. This is a first of a kind technology. It, we're we're commercializing the technology to a certain extent, and and we're doing a lot of engineering and technical development on the technology. So so from that front, it's been very exciting, very challenging. But at the same time, you know I'm very proud to to tell my family, my friends that I'm I'm working on a technology to recycle plastic. It's very relatable to anybody you talk to. Um, when you say, hey, yeah, we have a technology that can take the plastic bottles and the plastic trays you throw away in, in your bin and we can turn it into new plastic. And people understand that. I think the, they don't need to know the details, but they can understand taking waste plastic and turning it into new plastic. It, it's it's an important and critical um, a critical thing for, for our world and, and for our children.
0: Window, seat or aisle? Aisle. And a show you're binge-, binge watching right now.
2: I'll be honest, I don't have time to watch TV. I'm so busy with Hydro PRT and that's not a joke.
0: (laughs) When you're not working, you are?
2: Mountain biking.
0: And one thing that nobody at KBR knows about you is? I'm
2: an an avid reader. I, I really do enjoy reading. A lot. It, it it is kind of my way to to de-stress at the end of the day. So I, I will I will definitely make time to to read uh, just novels at the end of the day to kind of de-stress me and, and get me ready for the next day.
0: Cool, cool. Thank you so much, Francis, for your time and it was lovely chatting with yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for your time. Bye.
1: Once again, amazing job, Lubna. That was an awesome interview.
0: Thank you, thank you so much, John. And I hope um, whoever has listened to it um, is gonna get more conscious. And uh, for those who are interested in, um, you know, um, availing this technology, are gonna get in touch with KBR as well.
1: Absolutely, it was awesome to hear Francis passion about this it's clear that this is i mean it's it's more than a job it's an adventure you know he's he's very passionate about this he's very passionate about sustainability and it really really shows so i i can't think of anyone better to be spearheading this initiative than him
0: absolutely john and uh, you would be surprised to know that the day i connected with him he was actually down with an injury himself oh my goodness but yeah but he gave this interview he was so excited about it and that really shows his commitment and his drive and his passion towards this particular technology, which is commendable.
1: Absolutely. Well, yeah, again, it was it was fantastic. Um, this is something that just, it blows my mind uh, and it's exciting to be a part of it.
0: It's going to be like a game-changing technology, not just for KBR, but the world at launch, hopefully. And we will live in a cleaner and a greener world soon.
1: Yeah, we hope everyone listening along has enjoyed this. We hope it's been eye-opening. It's just another example of what KBR is doing, the kinds of exciting things that we're working on. And uh, we hope that you'll join us next time.
0: Until then, stay safe and stay healthy.